Tonight, our News Cup runneth over with news from Disney, plus David Cronenberg sticks around Discovery, and we remember Tiny Lister. All that and more on this edition of Multiverse Tonight! Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello again, and welcome to episode 106 of Multiverse Tonight, the sci-fi edition. I'm, of course, your host, Thomas Townley. And, uh, well, not much to say at the top of the show here. You know, we're about halfway through December. This year is finally coming to an end. Uh, right now, the, uh, the uh, Electoral College is uh, casting their votes all in each state's capital. So uh, we're getting to the, you know, to the conclusion of this. Of course, I'm sure, you know, there's something else is going to be tried by the, by the uh, guy in charge. But uh, there's very little he can do about that. Anyway, we're not here to talk about politics. We're here to talk about science fiction, aren't we? So, let's start with the Star Wars news, and boy, there's a lot of it. And we begin the Star Wars news with George Lucas. Now, Star Wars creator George Lucas sold Lucasfilm to the Walt Disney Company back in 2012, and he's now explained why in a brand new book. The Star Wars Archives, Episodes 1 through 3, 1999 to 2005. Now, this book isn't out yet, but author Paul Duncan released an excerpt of the book on Twitter, and uh, I'll really, I'll give you a little taste of it here. George Lucas, quote, At that time, I was starting the next trilogy. I talked to the actors, and I was starting to gear up. I almost, I was also about to have a daughter with my wife. It takes 10 years to make a trilogy. Episodes 1 through 3 took from 1995 to 2005. I'd still be working on episode, on episode... Uh, 12, 11 in 20, in 2012, I was 69. So the question was, am I going to keep doing this for the rest of my life? Do I want to go through this again? Finally decide I'd rather raise my daughter and enjoy life for a while. So, uh, there you have it, folks. In a nutshell, you know, it was either, you know, be Star Wars or his daughter, and he chose his daughter, which, you know, I can understand. Now, the guy with the greasy hair in his basement who knows every character probably can't. But, you know, it was probably the right decision. So, uh, you know, take it, take it for what it is. Now, speaking of Lucasfilm, 2021 marks the production's, production company's 50th year. And they plan to celebrate its history with a special edition product releases. Now, in a statement, Lucasfilm, senior vice president of licensing and franchise, said in a statement, quote, uh, Consumer products have always been an integral part of the Star Wars fan experience, and they remain a constant force in pop culture today. 
To commemorate Lucasfilm's 50, 50 years of storytelling, we look forward to honoring this co- consumer product's legacy and bringing to life brand new products, games, and public publishing offerings to celebrate our future with Lucasfilm's exciting feature films and Disney Plus's series ahead, unquote. Now, Lucasfilm in its history has won 29 Emmy Awards, 38 Academy Awards, 32 SciTech Awards, 18 Webby Awards, and 12 awards for ILM Labs' groundbreaking work. Now, as to what they're going to release, I, you know, they really didn't give us any clues, so I guess we'll just have to, you know, stay tuned through 2021. Now, something that will, that we do know will be released will be the second wave of releases in the Star Wars High Republic book series. Now, uh, Lucasfilm has announced the first wave book in the wave called Star Wars The High Republic The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott will be released in July of 2021. Now, the book will continue the storyline starting the first adult novel, Light of the Jedi, and will have the Jedi dealing with the growing and anarchistic threat of the Nihil. Scott told StarWars.com, quote, The rising storm sees the Nihil taking their reign of terror to the next level, building on their appearances in Light of the Jedi and beyond. Standing in their way this time are newly elevated Jedi Council members Stellan Geos, along with Padawan Bill Stetfer, and an intriguing new character, the Saber for Hire Ty York, who I've had a blast creating. Now, York, uh, York is described as being a force sensitive monster hunter with a mysterious past. Now, look for the book on July 6th, 2021. The old school game Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Number two, the Sith Lords, will be coming to mobile devices. Lucasfilm announced the port of the game will launch for iPhone, iPad, and Android devices on December 18th. The port comes via Asper, and the game is saying that the game will be op- has been optimized for your mobile device. Elizabeth Howard, Vice President of Publishing Asper, uh, Aspire, said in press release, quote, Fans have been asking for a mobile version of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 for so long, and we're thrilled to finally bring it to them. We're proud to continue working with Lucasfilm to bring classic titles like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 to modern platforms. Unquote. Now, the game originally came out in December of, 20, of 2004. Um, I played the, the first one. I never did get go around to playing the second one. You know, I just found other things. So, uh, maybe at some point I should play it, but, you know, I don't have time. Maybe you have time. If you have, you know, contact the show, uh, tell me what you think of it. Now, let's get to that, that well of news that we got this past week from Disney Investor Day. Now, announcements for both Marvel and Star Wars news came out pretty hot and heavy, I'll cover the Star Wars news in uh, this edition and the Marvel news in the comic book edition later this week. Now, first off, we have a new Mandalorian spinoff series, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. Now, not known as much about the Rangers series other than the title card, but Rosario Dawson will be back in the role of former Jedi Ahsoka, and it will be developed by Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni. There was also a brief look at the Cassian Andor series Andor, which will be out in 2022. Diego Luna will be reprising the role from Rogue One and will be joined by Stellan Skarsgård, Adria Arjona, 
Fiona Shaw, Denise Gaug, uh, Kyle Soler, and Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. Now, uh, also, it was revealed that Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader in Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. The new series is set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Lucasfilm Animation is teaming up with Industrial Light and Magic to make the Disney Plus film a droid story. The movie will introduce a new hero guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO. A new animated series, The Bad Batch, will be spinning out of the final season of The Clone Wars and will debut in 2021. According to the press release, quote, The series follows the elite and ex- experiment- experimental clones of The Bad Batch first introduced in The Clone Wars, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of The Clone War. Members of The Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army, each possess a singular exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. In the post-Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. Unquote. Also animated in is the new original series of animated short films called Star Wars Visions. The series will show us the Star Wars universe through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators. It comes out in 2021. Now, surprisingly, they also announced a series starring the coolest man in the galaxy, Lando Calrissian. Star Wars Lando will be coming from Dear White People creator Justin Simeon. Now, no announcement as to who will be playing Lando quite yet. And from Russian doll creator Leslie Headland comes Star Wars The Acolyte. The series will be set in the final days of the High Republic. Now, that's the time period from those new novels. So, uh, we have no idea what exactly to expect here. And Wonder Woman 1984 director Patty Jenkins will be making a brand new movie called Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Now, nothing has been released on the story, but there was a little teaser trailer where she talked about uh, fighter pilots and wanted to make a fighter pilot movie. So expect a lot of you know dog fights, obviously. Uh, this will be in theaters in December of 2023. Now, let's go on to the Star Trek news. We begin Star Trek news with the Star Trek Deep Space Nine documentary, What We Left Behind, which could be getting a spin-off, according to David Zappone. Now, Zappone, speaking with TrekMovie.com on their ShuttlePod podcast, said that they're looking at expanding the writer's room part into a new project. Zappone said, quote, We're working on it now. It's the writer's room, and it will also include some of the interviews and things we shot that couldn't make it into what we left behind, unquote. Now, he implied that there was quite a bit of footage available, adding in the interview, quote, I think we can be doing what what we left behind sequels for the next 10 years, unquote. Now, however, this project is just in the staging phase at the moment, so there's nothing concrete, so stay tuned. However, you won't have long to wait for a brand new Star Trek documentary. This time, in the same interview, he said that the Star Trek Voyager documentary will be released in 2021. Now, they had taped the reunion of virtually the entire cast on the Star Trek cruise this past March. He told the podcast, quote, We filmed for an entire week and got just about everybody 
including offshore excursions. Talk about amazing timing, and no one got sick. We were on the last cruise until at least 2022, and virtually the whole Voyager cast reunited, unquote. Now, he promised that the documentary will be a definitive look at the show, and he and his team have been working hard at filming brand new interviews. So that'll be, you know, something amazing to watch, you know. Uh, especially, probably, probably, I hope they, you know, bear down on the Tuvix controversy. That'll be an interesting debate. Star Trek Lower Decks creator Mike McMahon has signed a two-year overall deal with CBS Studios. Now, under the new agreement, CBS will have exclusive rights to all TV content that is created and developed by McMahon. Now, McMahon has also uh, created Solar Opposites over at Hulu, which was just given an order for a third season back in June. So, he's doing very well. Director David Cronenberg's cameo on Star Trek Discovery has turned into an extended guest star role. Cronenberg's mysterious Kovich first appeared in the third episode of the season and another in this past week's episode. Now, in an exclusive interview with Variety, the director of The Fly, Dead Ringers, and History of Violence described his character as, quote, an interrogator who's also kind of an academic historian. He plays his cards pretty close to his vest, as does the Emperor. And as he tries to pry open some secrets from her, she actually is doing the same to him, unquote. Now, also revealed was that Kovic will return in Season 4. His interview is pretty interesting, and I'll include a link to it in the show notes. Now, let's go on to the geek news. Orville fans rejoice. The show is back in production. On the third season, the show's official Twitter account uh, showed an oral clapboard dated December 4th with Seth MacFarlane's name on it as the episode's director with the caption, and we're back. Season three filming has officially started. Now, this season will be the first since the series moved to Hulu. And boy, have we've, we've all been waiting. I've, you know, with bated breath. So, uh, we're looking forward to that, but on to other news. HBO is in early development on the reboot of True Blood. Variety has confirmed that Roberto Aguare Sacasa and Jamie O'Brien are attached to write the script and executive produced, with a original series creator and showrunner Alan Ball also attached to executive produce. Now, at this time, none of the show's original cast are attached to return. True Blood is based on the Southern Vampire Mystery series of novels by Charlene Harris. The original series debuted on HBO in 2008 and ran for seven seasons until 2014. Disney and African-based entertainment company Kugali are teaming up to make the animated sci-fi series Iwaju. According to Disney, the series will be based on a, in a future futuristic Laos, Nigeria, and according to... Uh, Kugali co-founder um, Amhid uh, Ibrahim. Awaju means the future in the Yoruba language. The series will air on Disney Plus in 2022. Now tonight, remember actor and wrestler Tommy Tiny Lister, who passed away on December 10th suddenly. Now Tiny, is, uh, as he was known, was a character actor and occasional professional, professional wrestler. 
best known for roles as Debo in Ice Cube's Friday and Next Friday, the President in The Fifth Element, the Dark. He also appeared in The Dark Knight, Austin Powers and Goldmember, Human Centipede Three, Little Nicky, Jackie Brown, Zootopia, and has Zeus in the arm wrestling movie No Holds Barred. He even played the first Klingon to make contact with humans in the first episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Now, according to his manager, Cindy Cohen, he died from a possible COVID-19 infection. She told CNN that he started feeling sick about a week ago, but then his symptoms got bad in a hurry. She said that he couldn't breathe and he felt very weak. Cohen sent her assistant to check on to check on him on Wednesday and... Uh, on Wednesday to check in on after he canceled a Zoom appearance for a TV festival. But his family couldn't get a hold of him on Wednesday night, and he was discovered Thursday after a concerned friend called police for a welfare check. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department told CNN in a statement, quote, Mr. Lister's death appears to be of natural causes, but will ultimately be determined by the, med- by the Office of the Medical Examiner slash Coroner. Tom, Tommy Tiny Lister was 62 years old. And that brings us to the end of the uh, sci-fi news. And that brings us to the end of the sci-fi news. Now be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And... If you're feeling generous and would like to contribute, please visit mtpodcast.com to go to the Coffee, Patreon, and Glow.fm links as well, or go over to Multiverse Tonight and hit the Support Me link at the top of the page. Be sure to visit the multiversetonight.com to check out the affiliate marketplace links, the link to the T Public Store, our show notes, and so much more. If you're a subscriber, be sure to share it with your friends, and if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe and Leave us with some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the sci-fi edition of Multiverse tonight. We'll be taking a break for New Year's, and I'll be back with a brand new episode on January 12th, unless something big breaks that deserves a full episode. Now, please, exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2020, all rights reserved.